everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay, welcome. We are so glad that you're with us today. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is, as you can see all around me, it is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over this last year and a half, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. But Trump is not our savior. Jesus is our savior, but Trump is our president. I love this t-shirt because it's so true. Jesus is here to save us, but Trump is anointed for such a time as this to be president of the United States. And there are so many incredible things going on prophetically. I cannot wait to share it with you today. I do want to thank, first of all, my sister, Tammy Wagner, for helping me put this the show together. She goes through the prophetic. She sends me things that are written. She sends me things that the Lord is showing her, uh, even Bible verses that the Lord is sharing with her. He wakes her up in the middle of the night and shares things. It's absolutely incredible. So Tammy, thank you so much for your help. Another person that is so consistent is always helping me out, and that is Terry Strange. Terry, thank you so much for your help in watching videos, marking times, writing things down. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. I could never do this show without these women. So thank you so much for all of your help. Another person that helps out Flyover Conservatives is Mike Lindell. So thank you, Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. He's the sponsor of today's show. We have partnered with Mike, and he is truly a patriot that is doing everything that he can to help save our country. And we want to do everything that we can to help support him so that he can do everything that he can to help save our country. When you go to MyPillow.com forward slash flyover, they're running incredible cells. Now, this is something that Avery and I were looking at today. We couldn't believe it because, as you all know— We love our slippers, but they have some new, brand new slippers that are all-season slippers that are right now on sale for $49.98. We were just saying before this show started, we are buying these slippers. So next time you see me, we'll probably have these slippers. So pretty exciting, $49.98 right now. When you go to MyPillow.com forward slash flyover, they are running these flash sales on so many different products from pillows to towels, to sheets, you name it, whatever you're needing. I just say that we are funding the kingdom and stop funding the swamp. So anytime that you're needing new products, needing new clothes, needing new pajamas, needing new sheets or towels or or anything that they have, I just ask that you would support them. When you do that, it supports us. So thank you so much. Again, go to MyPillow.com, promo code FLYOVER. All right, there's four statements that we always say on our show. The first one is that this is the best time to be alive. And as I was actually getting ready today, I was in my bathroom, put on my makeup, doing my hair. I felt like the Lord told me to share with you a timeline that he showed me many years ago when I was in a Bible study. And he said, a lot of times people uh, think, you know, that they're, they are born a certain day, they die a certain day, and that is their timeline. And he said, that's not true. We are on God's timeline. I don't know if you could read this, but it says God's timeline. This is from infinity. It's an infinity from the beginning to the end. There is no end or beginning with God. He has his own timeline. And what happens is when we're born, we're inserted into his timeline. That's what happens. It's not about us. It's about him. And so there is no beginning. There is no end. But he has chosen for us to be alive during this time. It's all about his story that we're a part of, not about our story that God's a part of. It's his story that we get to be a part of, which is absolutely incredible. So he he chose us for this time. We are alive right 
now because he chose for us to be alive right now. We're not alive 100 years ago, 1,000 years from now. We are alive right now during this time, and we have a special assignment, and each person is a piece of a puzzle that God is putting together, and we have to bring that piece of that puzzle. That's why our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We have to speak up. We have to show up. We cannot be the silent majority any longer. The next thing is that Trump will be back soon. You're going to hear this uh, prophetically. And it's interesting because even talking about what happened with the raid on his house, that that actually is the beginning of what is put in place for him to be able to take his presidency back. And so very, very exciting. Nick's saying revival is going to hit our country. In fact, you're going to hear it again today. Bob Jones gave a prophetic word many, many years ago about a billion soul harvest, a billion people coming to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Robin Bullock got the same prophetic word on Elijah, uh, I mean, not Elijah streams, I'm sorry, on 11th hour, many years after he gave that to Bob Jones. And so it's exciting. We get to be alive during this time. And it's not about a pastor standing in front of a church. It's about you and I going out and sharing the the love of Jesus with our friends, our neighbors. We're going to see people healed. We're going to see people raised from the dead. We're going to see incredible things that we only read about in the Bible. We're going to be able to be a part of and witness ourselves. We were born for such a time as this. And finally, a transference of wealth from the wicked to the righteous. That's going to be talked about today as well. It's it's God's money. The wicked people have tried to steal that, but it's God's money and God is cutting off the tap and he's giving that money to the righteous people. And so I'm just, my prayer is, God, let me be that person that this money can flow through to bring your kingdom to earth. Imagine when we're partnering with the kingdom, with the king of the universe and bringing his kingdom to earth, what we're going to be able to do with those finances. Now, I know a lot of you have already heard on August the 8th, President Trump's house uh, was raided by the FBI. We're learning more about it. If you watch our show, we've had several interviews already this week talking about what had actually happened. We even did a live. We had um, Dr. Kazia was live on the scene. She actually was there uh, when the FBI came, and so uh, at least uh, outside of Mar-a-Lago. So she saw all of that happen, and she showed us video footage of exactly what was happening that night. A lot of patriots showed up to support President Trump. And so, I mean, it's incredible what happened, but this is exciting. There was uh, a word given by Amanda Grace a couple of weeks ago that I want to share with you. She said, watch around the time of the 9th of Av. That's on the Jewish calendar. That is actually uh, August the 6th and the 7th. Things will get explosive around the 9th of Av. Around the time of August the 6th and the 7th, you're going to see explosive things happen. So that was given a couple of weeks ago. Last night, she said she believes it's going to get way more explosive than it is right now. And this event that happened on August the 8th to President Trump is going to be the reawakening of America. Woo! I mean, isn't that exciting? I mean, truly remarkable, again, that we are alive for such a time as this. We're going to see amazing, amazing things. Uh, Today, I have several prophets. I do want to start with Amanda Grace. This first prophetic word, I've actually combined it. Um, The first one was from August the 2nd. When I heard this word, I knew in my spirit it was very significant. It was something that we all needed to hear. In fact, I felt it was so important. I ended up putting it in one of our night shows on Flyover Conservatives. Um, And then again, I'm sharing it today. But then Amanda Grace followed up on it because we already saw an answer to part of that prophetic word that was given on August 2nd. God gave on August the 8th. So you're going to see these two clips put together. Check this out. 
So it starts with a statement and it, then it goes into the word. So the statement was, Another attack is coming upon Pearl Harbor by one who was once considered an ally long ago. World War II is the, uh, obviously, you know, was considered an ally long ago in World War II, perhaps. So just watch Pearl Harbor right now. Watch. It could be a different kind of attack. It doesn't, necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the same manner, but nonetheless, an attack. And this is then we go into the word. Praise be to almighty God who rules and reigns from the throne of grace. The earth is your footstool. O king of kings and lord of lords. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. Who spoke and it was and to his kingdom there is no end. And the spirit of the Lord says this day. An acceleration is coming, my capital children, a catalyst that will cause an acceleration and a demise of those around the quote president, says the Lord, for they have miscalculated, says the Lord. They have made a major capital misstep and they shall tumble down the hill before winter, says the Lord of hosts. Now, he's not saying which ones, but you're going to see them, some of them before winter tumble down the hill. Yes, some shall tumble before winter. Others shall linger a bit longer in their seat. The seat of power has become the seat of stench, says the Lord of hosts. They have filled the capital with every foul, unclean creature, a haunt for jackals, a place for the satyrs to dance and praise their gods. You think you are the greatest of all time, says the Lord of hosts. Oh, you think. However, your name shall be a byword, a laughingstock, and a heifer you shall become for what you have done to my name, how you have attempted to smote it and smear it and exalt yourself above it as Lucifer so whispered the temptations in your ear that you and your flesh were lulled right into the abyss of your own making. Who have you been attending to, O wife of the president? Who have you been secretly attending? to cutting deals to save yourself looking for cover in the company of another this shall be revealed says the lord of hosts for all the shuffling is being brought to the surface as even a garland shall lose their prestige for the deals they made the blood that was shed and the refuse that was created from such foolish sloppy policy says the lord of hosts this day and says the spirit of the lord this day Eli's wicked sons, remember Eli, house of Eli with Samuel, he had the two wicked sons, Eli's wicked sons abusing their position as their father was in leadership, playing a righteous role. The wicked sons of Eli both fell, says the Lord of hosts, and you shall see such occur around the time of fall, says the Lord of hosts. Now he says around the time, it could be a little after fall. Could be a little before, says the Lord of hosts. A wicked house shall fall. A literal house shall collapse, says the Lord of hosts this day. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, all capitals. I am God. There is no other, meaning him. Return unto me, O people of America. Return unto me, O people of England, for your nation teeters on the edge of destruction. Return unto me, O people of Australia, so I may remove the snare, a treble hook that is clawed your nation in three places, says the Lord. 
And says the Lord of hosts, bait fish to catch a larger. Bait fish indeed have been thrown out for a catch. Oh, they are chumming the waters, says the Lord. And I, the Lord God, is, as you, O leaders, who have been stolen from, I, the Lord, your God, will order your steps. I shall reveal the blueprint, but you must listen. That's capitalized. So you do not, that's capitalized, get caught in deep waters. That's capitalized. As the temptation is there, says the Lord of hosts, for there are those lurking in the deep seeking an occasion to take out entire family lines, says the Lord of hosts. They are seeking an occasion to throw out their nets for a catch and pin the people down as they poke and prod them as cattle, says the Lord of hosts. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, the area of New Guinea, just watch, says the Lord. A very large, and then he goes into something else. A very large Chinese ship shall be taken out, says the Lord, just when it thinks it has positioned itself for a strategic gain. The ship shall be destroyed, says the Lord. It shall be shocking as this occurs, for their might shall falter as their blood shall be seen in the water, for I, the Lord, have issued judgment against their gods and their military shall suffer along with a string of mysterious falls within the CCP as not only a strain, but a train comes through and takes them from their post. Threading the needle, says the Lord, watch Israel thread the needle. So precise, it will almost be seen as not possible. But what is impossible with man is possible with me, the Lord your God. Fear not, my children, all capitals, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Behold, I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, says the Lord. Another flip in the court, says the Lord. What the appellate court circuit, oh, watch the appellate court circuit. Okay, that's what it is. It's watch. The appellate court circuit make a bold move, bold is capitalized, and move is also, says the Lord, that will set in motion great change in your nation. And says the Lord of hosts, the Lincoln, that's capitalized, memorial, just watch what happens and it shall be a sign of what I, the Lord God, have set out to do. As the diseased cherry trees shall uproot before their very eyes, says the Lord of hosts. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, all capitals, a surprise with the midterms unsettling for both the Democrats and Republicans who have held hands in the dark. Oh, your speakeasies shall be exposed along with your code word for when one has arisen with something called morals and integrity. You have a code word for such and it shall be exposed and lead to your cells, says the Lord of hosts this day. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, watch Michigan for major change is upon them and a sudden fall of leadership in Chicago. Their cup of iniquity has poured over full and it must be poured out. Oh, the deals you have made, oh, mayor, oh, governor, that's all capitalized. Oh, the deals you have made and turn the other way as bullets fly in exchange for what you think is a secured seat. A major fall in the fall in Chicago and Illinois, says the Lord, that will set off political tremors in the states close by. Watch and see 
as you see so many in the political arena, dead men and women walking, as spiritually they are dead. They have been turned over to a reprobate mind and are walking towards the edge of the cliff of their own making. A jagged cliff of political missteps and bribes and meeting with foreign statesmen as states and land are wheeled and dealed like the deck of cards. Enough, says the Lord, enough. That's all capitalized. And says the Lord of hosts, a cold case past 30 years, one that is known there shall be a major break in that case before year's end, and it shall be a catalyst that what was once thought buried and no more, what once what what was once thought covered up, shall be exhumed and exposed. A secret facility that Pfizer owns in the middle of nowhere, its inner working shall be exposed, says the Lord of Hosts, and the files of experimental. D-R-U-G-S long ago that were set to come back to harm the people shall be exposed as well. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, another drug company is set to emerge and challenge one of the largest. A battle of the buck, says the Lord, indeed you shall see as you tear each other to nakedness and expose the deepest secrets that have been kept under guard literally shall emerge going into 2023, says the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, a large flag shall tear as Saul tore the garment of Samuel as a sign the kingdom had been torn away from him. A large flag shall tear as a sign that the safeguards are being torn away and the White House shall be left vulnerable to attack and one shall occur as they are attempting to hold on to the quicksand that is just running through their fingers, says the Lord. Grace just flew right over my head. Attempting to hold on to quicksand that is just running through their fingers, says the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, your hope is in the Lord, my children. Your hope is in the Lord. Your hope is in the Lord, your God. Put your hope in all capitals. My plans for there shall be a surprise with the presidency as well as I am humbling those through events in their lives to allow me to now mold their heart and their life and breathe faith back into a spirit that was once hardened and puffing like a bull. I, the Lord, am taking those hearts of stone and creating hearts of flesh, and the humble shall come forth out of the boaster, says the Lord, for I am breathing my spirit into their marriages, into their children, into their lives. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, I am making an announcement. Blow the trumpet, says the Lord. Here's the announcement. And says the spirit, Hear ye this day the inhabitants of the earth. Hear the, it says, okay, I'm going to put earth in parentheses because, because I, the Lord, the word Lord is in here. Hear ye this day the inhabitants of the Lord and in, in um, parentheses earth. The Lord strong and mighty shall come in with a rushing wind and knock over the soapboxes of the leaders boasting against him in this time. 
This is your warning now to cautiously descend off your soapbox and humble yourselves before the Lord, for your feet shall be kicked out from under you. Your AI shall fail and your Schwab shall fall as deceived into thinking such. Wait, no, wait. And your Schwab shall shall fall as I, the Lord, am dealing with two generations of those who think they are untouchable whom the enemy has deceived into thinking such. Hear this day, O those who love to hear themselves speak about ramblings of tech and body that are blasphemous to me. Hear this day, you shall lose your luster, and all you have mustered, and all the confusion you have brought shall bring you down in a whirlwind of events as you have rejected me, the Lord. I have in this hour rejected you and handed you over to be sifted by the very ones who placed you in your seat. Turn now, says the Lord, for this for this rushing wind shall begin at the end of August and into September. So that time frame it shall begin, says the Lord of hosts this day. And says the spirit of the Lord this day. The largest snake to ever be found, now this is interesting, shall emerge soon. The one who has remained hidden in unexpected places, in sewers as well, says the Lord. And it shall be a sign that what has enormously lurked underneath shall now be pulled from its hiding place and thrown down before the people. Watch New York going to the end of the year for unexpected change is upon Albany, says the Lord of hosts. They have rebelliously chosen to go off into the darkness where one cannot see and to maintain control have released into New York another that shall make itself plain shortly. So that's all capitalized. However, says the Lord, there is a bear trap and it shall catch their foot and bring them down from their lofty position. For they have not learned from the fall of the former and shall become even more shameful for what they have done. And this shall trigger a vein in the spirit that runs to California, says the Lord. Events in the political arena in tandem. Watch and see, says the Lord of hosts, for much will flip and there shall be, all capitals, a bold, unexpected move coming out of Oklahoma, coming out of Texas, coming out of Virginia, coming out of Maine, coming out of Wisconsin, says the Lord of hosts, as it may not make sense for a moment, but it will in my time, my children, my time, not yours. This is all capitals, says the Lord of hosts. For this process to come to its fullness, stand firm with your armor on and sword of the spirit, the word of God in hand. For I, the Lord, in this hour will redeem my children from the generational sin that has plagued them and attempted to coil around them and wound them. And I shall deal with those lines in this hour and the rebellious men and women who have continuously chosen to tamper with my plans for my children. They are my children first. Remember that as your time to fully repent and turn is short. Heed this now, says the Lord, for my children in this hour are truly being set free. Thus says the Lord of hosts in the name above all names, Jesus Christ, my son and your savior. Amen. August 2nd, 2022. And says the Lord of hosts, bait fish to catch a larger Bait fish indeed have been thrown out for a catch. Oh, they are chumming the waters, says the Lord. And I, the Lord God, as you, O leaders who have been stolen from, I, the, oh, 
you leaders who have been stolen from. I, the Lord your God, will order your steps. I shall reveal the blueprint, but you must listen. This word comes on the heels of this happening. That's capitalized. So you do not, that's capitalized, get caught in deep waters. That's also capitalized. As the temptation is there, says the Lord of hosts, for there are those lurking in the deep, seeking an occasion to take out entire family lines, says the Lord of hosts. They are seeking an occasion to throw out their nets for a catch and pin the people down as they poke and prod them as cattle, says the Lord of hosts. For all the shuffling is being brought to the surface as even a garland shall lose their prestige for the deals they made, the blood that was shed and the refuse that was created from such foolish sloppy policy, says the Lord of hosts this day. Okay, this is August 2nd, this word, the Lord gives me this word, okay? It's it's an excerpt from a word that I've read. Praise the Lord. This comes on the heels of this happening. If you listen to what the Lord is saying, he's warning about this. Now, he says a garland, right? For even a garland shall lose their prestige. Now I'm going to show you the headline. This was the headline on CNN last night. Garland and Ray had advanced knowledge of raid. This is the headline right here. Even a garland shall lose their prestige because the American people are going to fully turn on him now. Part of his own party is going to fully turn on him now. So this name is suddenly coming to the forefront of the news and this happening. Even a garland shall lose their prestige. Let me get it back up here. For the deals they made. So a garland shall lose their prestige for the deals they made, the blood that was shed and the refuse that was created for such foolish, sloppy policy, says the Lord of hosts this day. So praise the Lord. For accuracy, but his name has now come to the forefront. And he will lose his prestige for this. This was a you know when the Lord baited at certain points in the word of God, he baited them to come out, he baited Pharaoh, he baited and he set a trap that looked really appealing to them, and they thought they were gonna take and conquer, and it backfired on them. And it ended up being their destruction. Just watch. Just watch. But I'm telling you this name. Watch this name right now. Garland. The Lord warned of it. Wow. It's so interesting. As she was talking there, I was looking through my notes from that first prophetic word on August the 2nd. She's talking about baited. God would bait them. Well, one of the things was they he would bait a fish to catch another. So I'm wondering through that of... Garland if somebody else will actually come through that as well. So pretty fascinating. One of the things that really jumped out at me in that prophetic word uh, from August the 2nd was a lot of time talking about fall and early winter. And uh, she said that multiple times through that prophetic word. 
And then another thing jumped out at me as well, because we cannot put, you know, something on God saying, hey, my timing is your timing. In fact, she said, God said, my time, not yours, says the Lord. So it's all about what I was talking about earlier. It's all about God's timeline, that it is truly about his timeline and what he's doing on the earth. And uh, Robin Bullock's going to expand on that as well. So it's very exciting. Robin also addresses uh, what happened to President Trump. In fact, during the prophetic word that she gave uh, yesterday, um, Amanda Grace talked about that as well, that there was a prophetic word from Robin that the Lord had delivered through Robin. So check this out. This is what I heard. I heard um, on August, it was August 4th, 2022, says, the Lord said to me, if we do not act now, we will lose. That was solemn words to me. If we do not act now, we will lose. Now, this morning, the Lord began to talk to me about all the events that took place, about how the president's house was, you know, thinking on all of that, how it was raided and all this kind of stuff. Just, just mess. And this is what I wrote this morning that he inspired me and said, write this down. And I want you to listen real close to this. When I look at tyrannical leaders of this great nation today, I wonder what people like George Washington would have done about it if he had been alive today. The highest positions in our great land has become the playgrounds of whores and tyrants. It is filled with leaders that have prostituted themselves for money and power to live a cushy life. And the trade they made enables very wicked men to bring about a very wicked agenda. Spiritually, we are paralleled to the the war of independence you know i uh i remember when all that big controversy about january 6th and all that happened in uh, uh 6th of january 2021 and um you know i remember i was up there and um along with i guess a million people i don't know but i remember standing there and i'm just observing just standing looking at it and and looking at all kinds of things, standing like other people, you're just staring at this mess. And all at once, up through the crowd, comes this drummer, and he's beating a drum, a cadence, and he's walking up through the middle of the crowd with his cadence going. But the thing that made him different is he was dressed in colonial uh 1775 garb. He had that whole uniform on playing a cadence. And the Lord spoke to me prophetically and he said, this is the parallel time you're in. See, this was a parallel time. It's the only thing you can compare it to. And so we've seen that play out over and over, but this time it's affecting the world, the whole world. Of course, it would have affected it then also, but I want you to, to, uh, Listen to this. Since you know you're in that kind of parallel time, the Lord went on this morning to have me write this. He says, we are, uh, spiritually, we are paralleled 
1781, when it seemed all was lost, General Cornwallis had, uh, and had taken Charleston, South Carolina. Henry Clinton, his superior, had finally or had firmly taken New York City. George Washington wrote in a letter these words, We are at the end of our tether. Now, when the Lord spoke to me that if we don't act now, we will lose, there's never been such a time, uh, a blatant time, where wicked leaders openly play God with you and the lives of your children and your grandchildren. They are playing a game of chess with the lives of our children, just like Faust and the painting of the chess game with the devil. The enigma of that game seemed unsolvable in that painting. When it looked in the painting as if Faust was in checkmate, until a ray of light from heaven showed a chess master that the king had one more move. Chuck Schumer, Pelosi, and all the others now have seemingly control of the board. But the king has one more move. And I want you to listen to this in Isaiah 63. And we're going to read verses 1 through 6. It says, Who is this that cometh from Edom with dyed garments from Bozrah? This that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine fat? I have trodden the wine press alone, and of the people there was none with me, for I will tread them in mine anger, and trample them in my fury. And their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in mine heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. When they raided the president's home, and they blatantly stand out and do the things they're doing before midterms and so forth, this is, what, this is the door they opened. This was what they triggered. Why, oh why, why do you wicked leaders not accept mercy when God extends it to you? He extends it to you and your children, but you're so deep in the mire, and you're so deep in the quagmire of your own sin, and you're so deep in the overthrow of a world, and to bring about an antichrist that you can't function. You can't back up. You have to push it on over the edge. Well, you pushed it this time. You don't realize what you've done. You have triggered the key. This was it. Chapter 63 of Isaiah. When the Lord comes with his garments dyed red in the blood of his enemies, and he comes trampling through, this is it. When there was no one with him, he said so I came alone. I trod the wine press alone. He, God, is about to take his mighty arm 
and wipe this chessboard clean and declare game over. Schumer, Pelosi, and Barack Obama, who thinks that they run, who thinks that he runs seven nations from a basement, that they have already, they don't realize they have already been weighed in the balance and found wanting. For as he marches, his foot will come down in every basement, upon every bed, and it will begin in the Ukraine. For you will see a new set of leaders. There are two lions present, and one will die from Samson's strength, and one will roar with righteousness. You had two, O America, and now you will have a third. A third? Yes, a third. A second lion and a third time to roar from the second. I speak in a mystery, yes, for I am not afraid, says the Lord, even though denominations are. For I brought forth the word of faith and the prophetic for this very time to win. And you and both, and you from the outside of both, seek to denominize both of those. Well, this is the time I separate the two and leave the third to energize, uh, to emerge from both. Get out of my way, says the Lord. Now I have warned you, behold, my march begins, says the Lord. Now, that's what I heard this morning. And he spoke in a mystery. And he spoke about two lions. And he spoke about two and a third and so forth. And this mystery is a great mystery that's about to unfold. And you're about to see it. But know this, Isaiah 63 verses 1 through 6 have now started it has now begun. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Verse 5 of Isaiah 63. And I looked and there was none to help, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore, mine own arm, mine own arm, brought salvation unto me, and my fury, it upheld me. And I will tread down the people in mine anger and make them drunk in my fury. And I will bring down their strength to the earth. This is where we've entered into. This is where we've entered into. Isaiah 63, verses 1 through 6. You challenged the Almighty. He extended his hand of mercy. You ignored it. You keep thinking, why do you ignore his mercy? Because you think you are God. Why can you not hear his mercy? Why can you not hear his righteousness? Why don't you want his righteousness? Because you are drunk on power. You are drunk. You reel like a drunken man. You're drunk on power. 
This power has make, made you like a drunk man, an intoxicated and inebriated individual. And you just reel and laugh at God while your glazed over red eyes think that you can destroy a covenant God made with forefathers of a nation that only started the nation because we love Jesus Christ. And now you seek to step in and say, God is not real. Uh, you are God. Uh, that Jesus is fake news. You seek to step in and say all of these things and you would dare, says the Lord, invade my anointed leader for this nation and you have pretended as long as you're going to be able to pretend. For now, confusion will set in in your camp and you will babble like the drunken fools you are. Time is not measured in God's mind like you measure time. You measure time from election to election, from day to day, from vote to vote. You, that's the way you measure time. When the ebb and fall of money and finances and people sold their own unborn and killed their own posterity for money where they thought there would be more money and the only ones that made the money was the ones who killed the children and sold their body parts. Men measure time according to their greed and vanity. One day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day with God. But in it is a great mystery. And there always comes a time within that period of God's time when a day triggers an event. A day triggers an event. In the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And Noah, they were marrying and giving in marriage. They were just continuing their life every day like normal, like there was no God, like nothing was going to change. And it said, in the same day, the flood took them away. It can happen suddenly. And things are about to change suddenly. For God will not be denied this revival and his church will not be denied the revival. There will be righteousness one more time. There will be righteousness running this nation one more time. And this nation will affect all nations. I want all the nations listening to know this is not the way the United States is treating you and the way our, our law enforcement's acting in the highest uh, in the land. The way they're acting is not the way it was founded. That's not the way this nation was, uh, was designed to be. It's not the way our founding fathers did. It. We were founded to end slavery, and in slavery we did. And now they're trying to institute it again. And I want you to pray for America because as it goes, so will go the world. And you're looking at these things, and you're looking at the way it's happening right now. That's not the way it was intended to be. And it will return to the original covenant made with the forefathers. And you will enjoy revival. And all the prosperity that goes with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think it was, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it was Bob Jones that prophesied there would be a billion souls saved. And then later, oh, uh, way later than that, on something, I, I was standing on a stage and heard on the 11th hour, I think it was, and I heard the Lord say there would be a billion souls come into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, that is so exciting. Something I really want to highlight, again, going back to this timeline that God is talking about. This is his 
timeline. It's all about him. We get to be a part of it. And something that uh, Robin really pointed out that goes along with the next prophetic word that I, I want to highlight is he said, time is not measured in God's mind like you measure time. You measure time from election to election, from day to day, from vote to vote. That is how you measure time. But in the ebb and fall of money and finances, people sold their own unborn and killed their own posterity for money, where they thought there would be more money, and the only ones that made the money were the ones who killed the children. They sold their body parts. Men measure time according to their greed and vanity. One day is a thousand years and a thousand years as is one is as one day with God. But it is a great mystery. And there always comes a time within that period of God's time when a day triggers an event. It will happen suddenly and things are about to change suddenly for God will not be denied his revival. Woo. Hallelujah. I mean, that is so powerful. And it brought me to two things. One was it took me back to what Amanda Grace said last night, and she said that she believes it's going to get, uh, after what happened on 8-8, that she believes it is going to get way more explosive than this. This event is going to be the reawakening of America. So it is suddenly is going to happen. And I believe that it started with what happened on 8-8. Now, this prophetic word came from Diana Larkin. It's written out, and it's on um, flyoverconservatives.com. You can go to resources and then prophetic word. Um, It's from the Watchman's Journal, and it said, The darkness and those partnered with it are working feverishly to bring about great tragedy to your land. Their purpose is to destroy everything I have purposed for your nation to be. Their hatred of anything good and their lust for power and wealth have driven them to throw every evil scheme and plan that they have against you and your nation. Let me remind you that as wealthy as they are, they only have a finite amount of wealth to continue carrying out their evil plans. You cannot see this, but I am cutting supply line with after supply line of their sources of wealth. Here is a clue that their supply lines are being cut. All the big funding bills that they are trying to pass in Congress are just a way for them to be able to siphon off money for themselves. I also want you to remember that my wealth and power are unlimited. And then suddenly the darkness will find all their wealth taken from them. All their dark schemes will implode in their midst and they will come face to face with complete exposure and terrifying justice backed by heaven's power and righteousness. The darkness has an expected end. You have a guaranteed new beginning backed by all of heaven's resources and power. You will be a witness of your of your nation rising from tragedy to triumph. Now, I don't know if you can see that triumph um, there at the bottom of that, but it's just like the title of the show. It has capital T, capital R, lowercase I, capital U, capital P, and then lowercase H. And I do not think that that is a mistake. I thought that was pretty darn exciting, prophetic right there in itself. Such an exciting time that we were born for such a time as this. So where do we go from here? What is the next step? 
Well, this morning on um, Give Him 15 with Dutch Sheets, he gives us marching orders after the raid on President Trump's house. What are we supposed to do next? Check this out. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me for Give Him 15. The title of our post today is What is Unshakable Will Remain. The past 48 hours have shocked many Americans. While my responsibility and calling is not to defend individuals or political parties, it is worth pointing out that what the left did on 8-8 has never been done in our 246-year history as a nation. My assignment, however, is to help us identify what is going on behind the scenes spiritually so we can pray more effectively. Hebrews 12, 25 through 29 in the Passion Translation tells us, make very sure that you never refuse to listen to God when he speaks. For the God who spoke on earth from Sinai is the same God who now speaks from heaven. Those who heard him speak his living word on earth found nowhere to hide. So what chance is there for us to escape if we turn our backs on God and refuse to hear his warnings as he speaks from heaven? The earth was rocked at the sound of his voice from the mountain. But now he has promised once and for all, I will not only shake the systems of the world, but also the unseen powers in the heavenly realm. Now this phrase once and for all clearly indicates the final removal of things that are shaking. That is the old order. So only what is unshakable will remain. Since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom, we should be extremely thankful and offer God the purest worship that delights his heart as we lay down our lives in absolute surrender, filled with awe. For our God is a holy, devouring fire. We have asked God to shake loose the evil in our government and nation to expose and cleanse. This continues to happen with remarkable speed. It seems that all stops have been pulled out by those who want to completely transform our nation into something other than what we were created to be. They seek to distort our history remove time-honored moral standards, take over our government, and silence the church. Emboldened as never before, they feel no need to try and hide their agenda, sending drag queens to teach our kids and the Justice Department to those who object. This is disheartening, but they're unmasking is necessary. Exposure, exposure, exposure. 
We must continue to pray for the lights to be turned on and the evil to be dislodged. We must also ask God for grace to protect us as it occurs that Haman's gallows be used for himself, not the innocent. We must pray that all explosions be implosions, the debris falling inward. And yet we must cry out that nothing stops the exposing and draining of the stagnant putrid swamp. May the odor become so offensive, unbearable, that Americans appeal to heaven for mercy. We must ask that this wake-up call, which is becoming one of the loudest in our 246-year history, finally be answered by common sense, patriotism, and zeal. God will then do what only he can do send the fire. His fire cleanses and redeems. The last two verses of the above passage in the message translation are very poignant. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship deeply reverent before God, for God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn, and he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is fire. Powerful. A trusted prophetic friend sent me a brief word this morning, accompanied with another powerful passage of scripture. She said, I hear the word boomerang. Evil is about to boomerang back on the workers of iniquity and evil in our land. Holy Spirit then led her to Psalm 7, 15 through 17 again from the Passion Translation. And I quote, look how the wicked conceive their evil schemes. They go into labor with their lies and give birth to trouble. They dig a pit for others to fall into, not knowing that they will be the very ones that will fall into their own pit of failure. For you, God. We'll see to it that every pit digger who works to trap and harm others will be trapped and harmed by their own treachery. But I will give all my thanks to you, Lord, for you make everything right in the end. I will sing my highest praise to the God of the highest place. I believe this is a word from the Lord. We must continue to believe that God is exposing evil and turning the tables on the evil one. Let the shaking and exposure continue. I conclude with one other short word from Holy Spirit sent to me last week by Sally Jadlow, a chaplain in Kansas. 
she said, and I quote, batten down the hatches for a great wind is coming. She's prophesied this, by the way, as from the Lord. Batten down the hatches for a great wind is coming. It will blow the chaff out from the wheat in order to put the wheat in my barns. A time of great shape shaking, a strong winnowing is coming. The chaff will be blown away in the strong wind. The time of separating has come. My cup of wrath grows full, even to the brim. Those who have thought themselves so clever will discover their utter folly, their utter foolishness. The first trickling, tricklings of the avalanche have begun. So minute many have not yet noticed it. Others who are on watch see its beginnings, but cannot fathom the magnitude and scope of its ruin. The downfall will be great. It will cause many to turn and repent. For others, they will only go farther into their sinfulness, cursing me with even their last breath. It's sheep and goat time. Those who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. The others will go to condemnation. Each one may make his choice. I would that all would be saved, but each one makes their choice. Amen. Keep praying, church. Heaven is responding. Amen. So where do we go from here? What is the next step? We have to pray. That is so important. And a lot of that is in our prayer language because we don't even know exactly what to pray for. But I do believe when darkness comes, when there's a disconnection in some way, that the glory of the Lord is going to fall on each one of us. And so I think having that prayer language, having that time, preparing ahead of time, partnering with heaven as all of this is happening, we get to be a part of the war, and that is how we get to do it. Next thing is thanksgiving and worship, thanking God for what He's doing, celebrating what the Lord is doing right now. His angels are fighting on our behalf, and we get to partner with them in doing that. And finally, declaring and decreeing what we do want in our life. And it starts with declaring scripture because there's power in the word. When you declare the word of God, you are declaring the living word of God, the sword. And that is another way that we get to fight. And I love doing this every week with you, declaring Psalm 35 and Psalm 91. So let's do that together. Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Also draw out the spear and stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be put to shame and brought to dishonor who seek after my life. Let those be turned back and brought to confusion who plot my hurt. Let them be like chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For without cause, they have hidden their net for me in a pit, which they have dug without cause for my life. Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, and let his net that he has hidden catch himself. 
Into that very destruction, let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like you? Delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him. Yes, the poor and the needy from him who plunders him. Fierce witnesses rise up. They ask me things that I do not know. They reward me evil for good to the sorrow of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting and my prayer would return to my own heart. I paced about as though he were my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one who mourns for his mother. But in my adversity, they rejoiced and gathered together. Attackers gathered against me and I did not know it. They tore at me and did not cease. With ungodly mockers at feast, they gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Let them not rejoice over me who are wrongfully my enemies, nor let them wink with the eye who hate me without a cause. For they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful matters against the quiet ones in the land. They also opened their mouth wide against me and said, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. This you have seen, O Lord. Do not keep silence. O Lord, do not be far from me. Stir up yourself and awake to my vindication, to my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Ah, so we would have it. Let them not say we have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to mutual confusion who rejoice at my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who exalt themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant, and my tongue shall speak of his righteousness and of his praise all the day long. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we partner with you. What an honor to be alive right now, Father. Help us to understand what does it look like to be sons and daughters of the Most High God. Lord, let us know what it looks like to be warriors of the Most High God. That as we put on our, our, our armor every single day, let us be reminded that we are winning this war with you, that you are victorious already, and as sons and daughters, that we are seated in heavenly places. And God, I just declare healing over anybody's body that's listening today. If there's any kind of anything that's out of alignment, any kind of sickness in anybody's body, we say leave right now in the name of Jesus Christ. This was paid for 2,000 years ago on the cross, and you have no right to be in any believer's body. So we say be gone in the name of Jesus Christ. And God, we partner with you. We say yes and amen to your plans, and we are excited to be alive right now. Open our eyes to what you're doing, God, and let us celebrate with you in heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And now Psalm 91 is all about uh, a protection over you, over your family. I mean, it's so exciting what the Lord has already said, what He's already put in motion, and He has for us. And when we declare this and decree this, the enemy cannot touch us in any way. So let's do Psalm 91 together. 
He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, in God him and my God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Now we get to blow our shofars together. The shofars are used in the Bible for many things. One of the reasons, though, was at war. They were used uh, with Gideon also around the walls of Jericho. When they ran around the walls and they blew their shofars and then they yelled, the walls came tumbling down. I believe as we blow our shofars together and as we yell together that these walls that the enemy has created, that these platforms that the enemy is standing on, that they are being shred right now and that they are falling in the name of Jesus Christ. So grab your shofar. We'll do it together on the count of three. One, two, three. Thank you so much for joining me today. We bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.